Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder of the Join Jessica XO social platforms, weight loss influencer, recovered binge eater, motivational speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. I am obsessed with helping women create that unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a pep talk that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. This is episode 10. And wow, can we believe that I've already recorded and released 10 podcast episodes? I think it is so incredible that we're so able to change and grow and enjoy things that we were once so scared of if we'll just take that first step into doing what feels a little bit scary. And I'm loving this platform so much. I usually don't even know what I'm going to come on here and talk about. I just sometimes will have a little thought during the week or um, sometimes these are inspired by Instagram stories that I create around something that I'm feeling specifically on a certain day. And I just want to elaborate on the topic, which this week will be uh, about something that I've chatted about briefly on my Instagram stories. But First and foremost, I am in my new office now. We've been living in our house for nine days, and it's been a really exhausting but really exciting and fulfilling week. We are pretty much settled at this point. We do still need a good bit of stuff for the house um, because we went from a, I don't know, 900 square foot apartment to a 2,700 plus square foot house. So there are some things that we still need to furnish the home, but other than that, we are pretty much settled. We are like completely unpacked and, um, it feels really, really good. It's been crazy exhausting. And I just keep reminding myself that life ebbs and flows and there are seasons for everything. And I actually, this morning was kind of beating myself up a little bit because I am so excited about trying to build a business and working on creating a really big impact in women's lives as far as helping them show up for themselves, giving them tools and resources and coaching them um, so they can become the best versions of themselves. But while I've been in this transition period of moving and I do still work a full-time job, it's been really hard and my business has taken the back burner. And although it's only been for like two or three weeks, I'm feeling a lot of guilt around that. And I just have to remind myself that there are seasons for everything and there are times in your life where things are going to just have to take a back seat to other things that in the moment or are a little bit more important or, you know, more urgent. And I think that giving yourself grace and knowing that as long as you have the desire and you allow yourself to jump back in when the time 
is there and when the time is available to you. And I, I was starting to say when you're ready, but I think that a lot of us use that we're not ready as an excuse to not jump into doing things. And I think that ready is really not something that is real. I think a lot of times you kind of just have to jump and you just kind of have to get into it, even if you're not quote unquote ready to do it. But it is important that we can understand that life comes in seasons and there are times where certain things in your life just need to take a back burner temporarily. But that doesn't mean that you give up on your hopes and that doesn't mean that you give up on your dreams and that doesn't mean that you give up on trying and showing up for yourself. This morning while I was kind of journaling around feeling down for not putting my best foot forward in my business over the last three weeks, I have the opportunity right now to continue to not put my best foot forward and to continue to make excuses around why I can't or why something else is more important or why I'll get back to it later Or I can do the best that I can today and put forth whatever effort and whatever energy that I do have towards jumping back in today. And then I'll feel a whole lot better for doing it and for not allowing just a couple of days or a couple of weeks of not giving it my all to turn into six months or a year of not giving it my all. And I think that this can really be applied to pretty much any area in your life, especially your health and fitness, because it's so easy to be in a routine and then something comes up and a couple of days turns into a couple of weeks and a couple of weeks turns into a couple of months. And before you know it, it is middle of December and you're approaching a new year and you haven't given your goals, your attention and your effort all year long, which I hope that if that's where you're sitting right now, you will make the decision. We're in the first week of December. I hope that you will make the decision to jump in and put forth some effort before the new year. A lot of times I think around this time of year because of the holidays and because we know that the new year is coming up, we make this excuse that, oh, I'll get to it then. It's only a few weeks away. I'll make that new year's resolution in a couple of weeks. And then that's when I'll start because then I'll be ready or then it'll be easier. Or then I'll have the tools that I need, or then it'll be a new day or a new month or a new year or whatever the excuses that you're telling yourself ready is just not going to be a thing. And you're never going to feel like this is the perfect opportunity. That's just not the way that the world works. And you know, getting started in anything in life is always difficult. I just started my program, Three Promises for 30 Days. And one of the promises that I've made to myself is meditation. And as I've been meditating this week, I'm just like, shit, this is so hard. Like, I find it incredibly difficult to calm my mind for a couple minutes and to really focus on my breath and to, you know, not focus on all of the million things racing through my brain. And then I get frustrated because I'm like, why can't I just stop thinking? Like, why can't I just calm my mind and not think for a few minutes just so that I can meditate? But I just remind myself that like anything that you're starting that's new, it's okay for it to be difficult. But the thing is, you're never going to get better if you don't continue to put forward the consistent effort and trying it and showing up and doing it, even when it's hard and even when it sucks and even when it looks messy, you just have to keep showing up and doing it. So that's kind of where I've been over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm human too. It's easy to get into that space where you feel like, oh, you're just beating yourself up over things that you want to control or you want to do, but then you just don't. And even when you have valid excuses and valid reasons why you haven't been doing the things, it still is easy to get in our head and beat ourselves up. And ultimately that doesn't do us any benefit. There's no benefit to tearing yourself down around 
you know, maybe what you see as perceived faults or failures, there's nothing that is going to serve you from beating yourself up about it. You just have to let go of what the past has looked like and just move forward and allow every day to be a new opportunity where you do put your best foot forward and you do the best and you show up with intention and, you know, we're all human. So we all go through it. It doesn't really matter who you're looking at that you see as successful We all sometimes get in our own way and we all sometimes deal with self-sabotage or self-doubt or negative thinking. It's just part of being a human. So I hope that you realize that you're not alone and no matter what you're going through in this moment, it's a new opportunity for you to kind of jump back into doing the things that you know make you feel good, whether it's been a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Know that you always have a brand new opportunity and Even if you don't feel quite ready, just start because you'll be really glad that you did. So there's that. Anyway, what I really wanted to talk about today is I chatted about this over the weekend a little bit um, on my Instagram stories after Thanksgiving, which was last week. And we spent Thanksgiving this year with my husband's family, which we have been doing for probably the last four years. And, um, the holiday season is, it's incredibly beautiful and it's very special. And I think for some of us, it can be a little bit sad. And I definitely find myself feeling a little bit sad sometimes around the holidays. And I've talked about issues with my family in the past, but I, of course, if you haven't listened to all the episodes, I'll briefly recap for you. Um, my dad abandoned my family and that's a very strong word, but And it's not even a word that I really like to use abandoned, but it's a word that it explains exactly how I feel when it comes to what my father did to my family. He left my mom for another woman when I was probably about six or seven years old and my parents ended up divorcing and my dad was the breadwinner in the family. My mom didn't work and he left us pretty much homeless. He repossessed my mom's car and he sold the house that we were living in. And then he moved 22 hours away and didn't pay child support and left my mom to raise three kids by herself. And my mom has struggled with um, drug use and alcohol addiction for most of my life. And now at this point is in a pretty bad place while she's safe and she's stable, I guess. She still drinks a lot. My older brother has been in and out of juvenile detention centers, jail, trouble with the law, struggling with drug abuse, uh, including pills and heroin. And that's been for most of my life. And he's also incredibly abusive, both physically and emotionally. And my younger brother has just kind of I guess, separated himself from the family, understandably, I guess. He doesn't talk to my mom and he doesn't really communicate with my brother or I. So our relationships are all very detached and very dysfunctional. And it's something that I struggle a lot with because while I know that some of the distance in the relationships that I have with my family is for a good reason, it's still can be difficult because I just being, I think the person that I am, I have a very big heart and I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm very emotional and I feel everything. Like you can look at me the wrong way and I might start crying. Um, and that's something that I've kind of worked on over the years, maybe to 
not harden myself a little bit, but just to become a little bit stronger. But I really don't see anything wrong with being emotional uh, as long as it doesn't control your life and it doesn't really allow you to feel like you're falling apart all of the time, which I don't feel that way, but I, I am an emotional person and the holidays can be and have been a little bit difficult for me. I have not had my family together over the holidays. I have not celebrated the holidays with my entire family. Like, I mean, at least my entire family that I knew growing up, like my dad was never around for holidays, but like I haven't had my mom and my brothers together on a holiday, which is my core family. Like that's who I grew up with in a household. We have not been together on a holiday in probably <laughs> six or seven years. And that's really tough for me. And I do miss my family a lot. I wish that things were different, but um, one of the things that I talked about on my Instagram stories that I think a lot of people seem to resonate with was this feeling that I personally have that I carry on my shoulders is like this weight of trying to be the person that keeps my family unit together. And that is like the glue that holds everybody together. And while I've tried to be that person, a lot more a few years ago than I do now because I think I've just reached a point in my life where I realized that I can't be that person and I can't change how people feel and I can't change the way that people show up in their lives and I can't change the way that people act and I can't change the way that people treat one another. The only thing that I'm in control of is myself, but being in a relationship is a two-way street. And I think that that comes to any relationship that applies to all relationships in your life, not just intimate relationships or friendships, but family relationships too. And I think a lot of times we feel like because people are family, like, oh, that's our blood. Like we then for some reason should be willing to be walked all over or be treated poorly or to put up with things that we maybe wouldn't in other chosen relationships. And while, yes, I get like, that's your family and you only get one family. And I love my family. I really, really do. But that does not mean that I'm willing to just be like a doormat and just kind of be treated however people want to treat me because they're my family or because they're my blood. And that's one of the reasons that I've really started distancing myself from some of the people in my family because I just feel like no matter the effort that I put in to have a healthy relationship, I can only control me and I cannot control how other people act and respond to the things that I want. And I can't control the way that they feel about me and the effort that they're willing to put in when it comes to maintaining a relationship. And it's a two-way street and it requires mutual love and mutual respect and mutual honesty. And if those things are missing family or not, like I just can't really be the person to sit in a relationship and be feeling as though I'm the only one showing up and I'm the one putting in the effort and I'm the one doing this. And I have not been putting in effort over the last several years because it's gotten to the point where I was just so tired of being that person and there's been a lot of dishonesty and lying and just 
just terrible, <laughs> terrible things. And I don't want to air my all of my family's business. Like opening up and talking about this stuff is hard enough. But, you know, relationships are hard. <laughs> and relationships, especially when it comes to your family, they're complicated because it's like, you want to be there for them and you want them to be a part of your daily life. But there comes a time sometimes where you're honestly just better off without that daily communication and sometimes without that relationship at all. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't bother you or that it doesn't hurt, at least for me. I know that just because they're not a part of my daily life, um, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt me or just because I know that I'm better off without this relationship. It doesn't mean that it doesn't affect me in a negative way or that I don't feel bad or that I don't miss my family, especially around this time of year, which is why I'm talking about this because generally I'm pretty good at like dealing with this and holding it in. But sometimes on holidays when I'm on social media and I'm clicking through, you know, stories or looking through my feed and seeing what seems to be or what is perceived to be a happy family and trust me I know like I'm not naive to the fact that every family has their shit and every family has issues and no family is perfect but just seeing families coming together and being together and being in the same room and smiling for a picture together that's something that I don't have and I know that a lot of you listening when I shared this over the weekend I got so many messages from people who could relate to feeling like this and while our stories don't have to be identical and the problems within our family units don't have to be exactly the same if you're hurting from a similar situation or you're going through a similar situation I'm sorry and I just want to remind you that you're strong and just because you don't have your family doesn't mean that you aren't loved and it doesn't mean that you aren't worthy and it doesn't mean that you don't deserve to have people around you who you care about and who care about you. Because like for me personally, especially when it comes to my relationship with my dad, like growing up without him and feeling abandoned by him for most of my life, it has really fucked with me. Like I've gotten over a lot of it. Thanks to my husband. He's been incredible in helping me grow through some of the things that I've been dealing with, but feeling abandoned by somebody who is supposed to be and who was for the first few years of my life, someone who I felt like I was their everything, being abandoned by them and feeling like you weren't worthy of their love, it does make you feel like really crappy about yourself and just like if they don't love me, nobody will love me. And if nobody loves me, can I even love myself? Am I worthy of love from myself? And as I've gotten older and worked through some of these things, I've learned that, yes, I'm absolutely worthy of love, especially from myself and what I've been through in my past. It doesn't need to define me in who I am today, and it doesn't need to stop me from becoming the person that I desire to be or for showing up for myself in a way that will help me grow and succeed and be everything that I know that I can be and that I want to be. But it is tough and the whole point of this conversation is just really <laughs> to let you know that you're not alone and every family has their shit. But if you're in a place where maybe you're spending the holidays alone or you're spending a holiday with somebody else's family, just do the best that you can to be grateful for what you do have and be grateful for the things in your life that do make you happy and the things in your life that do fill your heart with love and that do make you feel good because I mean, it's really, really easy to sit in a place where you 
all you see is what's missing and what you don't have. And it's easy to let the little things that we should be grateful for pass us by and not be given the attention that they deserve. So I hope that this holiday season, you can hug the ones who are close to you and know that you are loved and you're worthy of love and you're deserving of love. And if you're looking for love because you're missing it from the people that you feel should be giving it to you, I'm so, so sorry because I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels like to not have the relationships with the people that you feel like you're supposed to have them with that maybe you're craving. I know how down that can make you feel and how low that can make you feel, but just know that it's okay. And I'm sorry that you're going through that, but hang in there and just be grateful for what you do have, because I think that that can make all the difference if you're able to appreciate even if it's just a cat or a dog or a fish or whatever it is or a comfortable pillow at night when you go to bed like it sounds really silly but just being able to be grateful for all of the small things in my life has helped me fill a void of what I feel like is missing and I think that it can really help you do the same so I encourage you to do that and I hope that you're able to really enjoy the next month. We are in the final 30 days of 2019. And that's really crazy to think about. This year has flown by and I feel like the older that I get, I'll be turning 33 on the 13th of this month. And it's like the older that I get, the quicker the years go by. (laughs) It's just really crazy. I feel like every year I could say that I can remember New Year's Eve like it was yesterday. And I'm really hoping to not only it sounds super cliche, cliche, but I'm really hoping to make 2020 an incredible year for me where I continue to step outside of my comfort zone and show up in ways that will prove to me that I can continue to become and achieve all the things that I desire for myself. And I'm glad that you're here with me on this podcast and on my social media platforms. And I only hope that I can inspire you to make 2020 one of your best years yet because you deserve it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. And once again, if you are struggling with family problems over this holiday season, please just hang in there. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. If you need a friend, I do the best that I can to communicate with you guys and cheer you on and give you your own personal little pep talk. If you need it, I understand what it feels like. And sometimes it's nice to just know that someone else gets where you are. So hang in there, sis. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the inspiration coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much and cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, Live today with a grateful heart and remember you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable of creating the life you desire.